Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now for our story. This morning, Aunt Mary and her son, Randy, recently returned home from overseas with the Marines, had loaded the egg crates carefully into the back of the little pickup truck and set off for town. Randy was driving, and Aunt Mary sat back, relaxed and happy at the luxury of having her son's sure hands at the wheel and his broad shoulder beside hers once more. <laughs> now, glancing at his mother, Randy notices her pleased smile. What's on your mind, Mom? You're grinning from ear to ear. I was just thinking how nice it is to have you home again. Well, that's funny, because I was thinking how wonderful it is to be home. <laughs> I can hardly recognize our place since you've been working with Lefty. You've taken care of things I've wanted done for years. Yeah, but Lefty's managed awfully well while I've been gone. Oh, I know that. He's worked so hard, Randy. But he's just managed to keep one jump ahead with the regular chores. And he wouldn't let me help him much. He's so obstinate sometimes. Well, he was right. You're not supposed to do heavy work. That's a man's job. <laughs> Mom, bet I've gained ten pounds since I've been home. Oh, well, that pleases me no end. <laughs> if this keeps up, I'll have to go back to setting up exercises every morning before breakfast. Oh, well, if that's the case, maybe Lisa can teach you some of her exercises. I saw her practicing something or other in her room this morning. She was real graceful. She's been doing some practicing, huh? That's a good sign. Mm-hmm. She really seems quite encouraged about picking up with her career again. You know, it's amazing, the change in that girl since that first night. Isn't it? Frankly, from the way she talked, I... Well, I was afraid she'd be feeling low for a long time. She was pretty discouraged. Yes, I know she was. What did you say to her, Mom? How did you do it? It's like magic. Oh, no, Randy, no magic at all. Just friendliness. Giving her some encouragement. Well, I just hope this scheme of yours about Del Shipley pans out. And I'm pretty sure it will. There's no question about Lisa's being talented. She showed me some newspaper clippings she had with her. Apparently, she and her husband were very popular. They danced at all the better places. Yeah? Well, I imagine she'd be very good. And heaven knows she's a lovely thing. That's uh, awfully important in that sort of work. <laughs> what is it, Andy? <laughs> oh, you're so wonderful, Mom. I get a kick out of hearing you talk about nightclubs and entertainers and so on. As if you'd ever had anything to do with that sort of thing. <laughs> I guess it does sound funny at that. But it is important to get her back into her own work again. So naturally, I've been thinking about it a lot. And I'm sure Adele's exactly the person we need. Oh, sure. She ought to know the ropes. She's been in that sort of life for years. Yeah, she knows everybody. She'll know exactly what's the best thing for Lisa to do. I only wish Lifty weren't so resentful about my getting in touch with her. Say, how about that? I've noticed Lefty gets himself into a lather the minute Del Shipley's name is mentioned. What's the matter? Well, of course, I know how he reasons. But he should get over it after all this time. Del was only doing what any woman would do, loved a man. You remember that trouble we had in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Del couldn't stand to see Lefty in jail when she knew he was innocent. Naturally, she blamed Peggy for it because she thought Peggy was guilty. 
I'll never forget your first letter about it. For a while there, I nearly went AWOL. Murder trial, Peggy all mixed up in it. I felt so darn helpless. You can imagine how Lefty and I felt. And, of course, Lefty's so devoted to Peggy, he couldn't forgive Belle. Just about broke Belle's heart when she and Lefty quarreled. She's such a warm, sensitive person. Yeah. I remember when she came down to Wakefield once, a long time ago. Something she wanted to talk over with Lefty. I liked her a lot. She's a very generous-hearted woman. I know she'll do anything in the world she can to help Lisa along. Mom, didn't you say Lisa's husband is in Chicago, too? Yes, he is. Oh, it's a shame their marriage broke up. Was... Was that why she's been so despondent? Because of her marriage being on the rocks? Mm. No, Randy. Uh, it wasn't because of her husband. Although she was very broken up about it. What no, was the... it then? Well, I... I just don't know. It's something I... I don't quite understand. Just then, Randy pulled into a parking space on Main Street. He jumped out and opened the door of the little truck, helping his mother out with the utmost gallant. <laughs> My goodness, Randy. You make me feel like a duchess alighting from a coach. Well, certainly, naturally. Aren't you the Duchess of Wakefield? <laughs> oh, what a boy. Uh, any complaints, Mom? No, dear. None at all. Good. <laughs> now, what's on the program for me? I'll do anything but pick out buttons. Well, now, let me see. Um, haven't you any errands of your own to do? Huh? Well, I, I have to get a length of three-inch pipe and some whitewash. Then why don't you run along and get those things while I go over to Swanson? Good. We can meet back here in about, oh, say about 20 minutes. Right you are, Duchess. Now, uh, don't go get tangled up in some long conversation and forget you have an appointment. <laughs> and, uh, Mom, if you're a very good girl, I might buy you a cup of coffee. After. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, well. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Ben. Oh, and this is the baby. <laughs> oh, that's right. You haven't met my grandson yet. Yes, this is Kit's child. Hmm. What a handsome little fellow. <laughs> we think he's pretty wonderful, all right? Well, I don't wonder. He's a beautiful baby. Those big brown eyes. What's his name, Ben? Name? Well, as a matter of fact, we haven't named him yet. Kit uh, can't seem to make up her mind. And after all, it's a very serious business. Naming the Calvert, son and heir. Calvert, then? Yes, yes, I know his last name is Mead. But however that may be, he's a Calvert through and through. He's going to have a family name. A name he can be proud of. I hope so, then. <laughs> I'm taking him down to the office. First time I've ever had him to myself. Let people around here get a good look at him. Well, you've a right to want to show him off. He's the best-looking baby I've seen in a long time. <laughs> he bet he is. Smart. You got a fine future ahead of him, too. Haven't you, boy? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm going to start breaking him into the business just as soon as he's old enough to know what it's all about. Teach him how to carry on. You're planning to make a businessman of him before he's a year old? Certainly. Why not? I only hope you won't be disappointed. You can't always tell in advance what a child's going to want when he grows up. He'll do what I want him to do. But he might want to be a farmer, or a painter, or an engineer. You can't be sure. Surely you're not going to force him into something, Ben. You might be disappointed. Your concern is very touching, but don't you worry, Mary. I'll never be disappointed. By the way, I noticed in the paper that your son's come home. Yes. 
just last week. Safe and sound, eh? Yes. He made quite a record for himself, too. Did he really? Then in this case, the old saying doesn't apply. Like father, like son. Ben Calvert, how can you say a thing like that? Well, Mary, your husband Randolph was not what I'd call a brave man. Everybody if knows... Everybody it... knows. It's because you started it. And it's hateful, Ben, because it isn't true. Randolph was a very brave man. I was overseas in the last war, Mary. I know how Randolph Lane died. You can't touch me with your vindictiveness. I know it for what it is, and I'm only sorry for you, Ben. But I want to warn you of one thing. Don't ever let my son Randy hear you make such an accusation. Still the same stubborn pride, Mary. Always ready to... Good day, Ben. <laughs> Good day, Mary. Oh, I hope I haven't kept you waiting, Mom. After all my big talk, I ran into a fellow I know and we got to... Mom, what's happened? Nothing. Nothing, son. Now, don't try to tell me that the way you look. Say, wait a minute. Was that Ben Calvert you were talking to? Yes, dear, it was. What did he say to you? It's all right. Not with me, it isn't. And now, Randy, let's forget all about it. I shouldn't have let Ben affect me knowing him as I do. Let's not even talk about it. Okay. Okay, if you say so, Mom. But someday, so help me, I'm going to lose my temper around that guy. I wish you wouldn't even condescend to speak to him. Why do you, Mom? Well, son, he stopped. He had Bill's son with him. I'd never seen the baby before. Nothing, Randy. The baby's eyes. I keep feeling that I've seen that child somewhere. Yes, Aunt Mary, you have seen those eyes before. And I wonder if you realize why you have this odd sensation, this feeling of recognition, when you get back to the farm and look at Lisa Fenner, the real mother of the baby Ben Calvert presented to you today as his grandson. <laughs> 